is Rhino Dan from Cypress, California, and you're watching the Barbecue Central Show. Start the game! Let's go! We'll do it live. Okay. Well, do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike your match, and... Oh. Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. To the really big barbecue central show. Happy Halloween. This is the show that talks about all things that are important in the world of barbecue and grilling. This show originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame City, Bomb City, USA, Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evenings, a live fire, fun, and frivolity show. If you want to jump in on the show this evening socially or you want to follow the show during off-show hours, here's how you do that. You can get in touch with the show by sending an email to Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Follow us on all the social media channels at BBQ Central Show. And be sure to subscribe to the show podcast feed on your favorite podcast platform. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, the BBQ centralshow.com and here's what's happening in case you get the newsletter by the way if you are new to the show watching live right now you don't know anything about the show visit the website and yes there is a newsletter that you can sign up for right on the main website as well every tuesday around four o'clock eastern you'll get an email only once a week giving you a heads up for what's in store later that evening as far as guests and other topics that will be covered. So if you're not taking advantage of that, go ahead and sign up for it. Oh, by the way, as a free gift from me to you for signing up for the newsletter, you get my famous homemade barbecue sauce recipe, which you can do whatever you want with. Use the recipe as a sole guideline or a base and then trick it out however you want. Follow it to the T and enjoy its masterpiece in how it's supposed to be enjoyed bottle it take it for business make a billion dollars off of it my gift to you for signing up for the newsletter so do that if you haven't already coming up in about 12 minutes from now a little less than 12 minutes from now i'm going to tell you here in the open by name but it's a guest you're not going to want to miss if you got the newsletter i did put the cat put the cat let the cat out of the bag and you know me and cats i love cats But if you're a fan of the show, a deep fan of the show, spanning back years and years, it's a name you will know. It's somebody that was well entrenched with the show for years, a segment in time, if you will. Somebody that brought a lot of content, a lot of hot takes, whether I agreed with them or not, doesn't matter. They were hot. Also, instrumental in landing, creating, semi-producing one of the most 
popular and talked about segments ever on this show. So I will leave it at that. We're going to have him 14 past, and should it avail itself, carry him through 35 past. So potentially first hour with this unnamed guest on your Halloween evening. And then we'll move to the second hour. We have a few guests that are in question right now. At 14 past the second hour, I think we're locked in, feeling pretty good about it. We've been corresponding back and forth. I've given them the proper technology in order to do this. So I don't want to jinx it. However, 35 past the hour, I can say with 100% assurity, I'm not jinxing it. And I'm saying that the guest has backed out fully, which I don't like. I mean, this close to show, by the way, this person took advantage of me sending out the link a few different times through social media, where if you had a great story, you wanted to promote yourself, you had a business, whatever it was, you just used the link, sent you to a Google signup page, and you booked yourself onto the show. 10 days out, I like to start touching base, making sure you got the right materials and equipment. Then we set up sound check. Person completely unavailable. So let me ask you this. If you still have a link, you've been on the fence about signing up. Don't sign up if you're not going to show up because I hold up my end of the bargain. I leave you the time for the segment and 98% of the time it's worked out wonderfully this year. 2% of the time it's worked out like crap, like tonight. However, I have open segment items that I have to get to before we close out this evening. They've been sitting in the hopper for quite some time, so don't worry about it. Now, in the grand scheme of things, might we see a full two-hour show tonight? Maybe not. That might allow some of you to get out and do some last-minute trick-or-treating here on the East Coast. We ended about an hour ago. But we're only 6 o'clock on the West Coast right now, and I don't know what time tricks or treats happen out there. So that's what's happening. Fully booked first hour, hardly booked second hour, but it's going to be a great show either way. So stay tuned for any and all of that. Don't forget you can follow me socially, Instagram, X, TikTok, and Snapchat by following at BBQ Central Show. We say good evening to those of you watching tonight through one of our video streaming platforms, Facebook or Twitch slash bbq central show you can also watch through youtube which is youtube.com slash at bbq central show we also have a new youtube poll question of the week this isn't barbecue related and there is a purpose for this question that i may or may not get to tonight but i'm asking everybody this yes or no you truly believe that the earth is flat yes or no and currently 100% of you are saying no. Thank goodness. Again, as time avails itself, I will get into the deeper meanings of this question. It's semi-sports related, which is why I'm not really pressing forward with it, but I wouldn't mind seeing. Also, you never know when you might have a 100% unanimous decision for a YouTube poll question of the week, which we have never had, almost, but never had. And don't be smart and answer no just because you want to buck the trend. If you're answering no, then you really need to believe that the earth is flat and then answer it that way. So that's the question tonight. We'll keep track of it as the show progresses. But we start here. Plenty of feedback. 
streaming in over the past week as it relates to the Barbecue Central Show's Guest Hall of Fame class of 2023. Also, many of you support the mandate that from here on out, we will carry a unanimous vote protocol for nominees to get into the Guest Hall of Fame each year. I know one year, maybe it was two years, we did a majority, but the way we are going to do it going forward is the way it should go. I appreciate the input. It was also great to hear your thoughts on who should be considered for next year's class, future classes as well. Some of you are very versed in guests of the show. I was shocked to see your ability to pull names from way back. Because remember, you qualify by having been a guest on the show. That's the only qualification that you need to be considered for the Guest Hall of Fame. That and one of us, me or the Embedded Correspondents, needs to nominate you. But you are available for nomination if you've been a guest on the show only once. So happy you enjoyed it. Glad you enjoy that part of the show every year. We enjoy doing it, so it's a win-win for everybody. And for all of those who were inducted last week, your Hall of Fame rings are currently in the process of being made by the trusted ring partner of the show. And I'll send them out to you post-haste as soon as I get them into HQ here in Cleveland. Some fan feedback over past shows. Troy in Minnesota weighing in. Hey, Greg, you absolutely made the right call to go unanimous on the voting for the Barbecue Central Show Guest Hall of Fame. As I was listening to the show this week and the embedded correspondents were saying they thought the majority was the best way to vote for candidates, I was thinking to myself, this is the Guest Hall of Fame. If anything was important enough for a unanimous vote, this is it. Think of the effort you have put into the show each and every week, year after year. It's not willy-nilly that we're talking about here. You should definitely keep it that way going forward. As always, you do a phenomenal job with the show week in and week out. Thank you for all I've learned over the years. P.S. Matt Frampton is a must for next year. He's a deserving candidate if there ever was one. Absolute rock star guest every single time he's on the show. Regards, Troy in Minnesota. Troy, you're not wrong on anything that you've stated in your email. Sam in Alabama writing in, Hey, Greg, There's nothing better than when you and the embedded correspondents duke it out on any topic. I love the 100% Assurity questions each month, but I especially enjoy listening to you guys whittle your list of the guest Hall of Fame names down to the actual class. This year seemed more contentious than ever, but not in a bad way, in an important way. While I remain unsure about Tim Shear making it in, the other four names were spot on and well-deserved. Congrats to the 2023 Barbecue Central Show's Guest Hall of Fame class. Looking forward to 2024. Podcast listener only regards Sam in Alabama. Thank you for writing in, everybody. We have our guest in the green room ready to go. But before we get to them for your holiday surprise, we'll talk about pits and spits. You're tired of settling for mediocre grilling experiences. It's time to step up the game, bring ultimate flavor, and an ultimate cooker to the backyard barbecues. Spits and Pits Charcoal Grills offer the highest quality live fire cooking experience you can get in the market today. 
using either wood or charcoal. Their solid fuel grills produce those classic flavors you're looking for when you have the time to fire up the grill and cook for family and friends. With a large adjustable fuel tray, you can raise and lower the fire to control and fine-tune the heat. Their take on the very popular Santa Maria-style grill. Bottom line, if you're looking for a charcoal grill and you're interested in pits and spits, I can save you cash. How? Go to the website, pitsandspits.com, and that's the double T on the pits and the spits. Put the slash BBQ Central at the end. Why not? And then as you're checking out, after you've fallen in love with your brand new, mostly stainless, solid fuel charcoal or wood-fired grill, use promo code charcoal central, all one word, charcoal central, you get 150 bucks off any charcoal grill. That's $150 off any charcoal grill just by using the code charcoal central at checkout. Once again, it's pitsandspits.com slash BBQ central. Find the charcoal grill that best fits your needs. And man, they're all lovely. Use promo code charcoal central, 150 bucks off. Easy money to save, a grill that'll last you a lifetime, probably two lifetimes if you're lucky enough to live two lifetimes. Or when you die and then your kids eventually die, whoever you left that grill to, they'll come back and tell, the thing was great through all my life too. Thanks, pops or mom. Mom's a live fire lover. I don't know who's buying the stuff in your house. But use that promo code. Check out pitandspits.com slash BBQ Central. We're back right after this. Stick around. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, we're back. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Peruse CookinPellets.com, and then when you've decided on a product or two, head on over to Walmart or Amazon or Lowe's com and purchase from there. All the same great products, but just great shipping as well. That's Walmart, Amazon, or Lowe's.com. By the way, Chris Becker, 2023 Barbecue Central Show's Guest Hall of Fame. Johnny Mags is in the house. Hey, Johnny. My guest in the first hour, a fixture on the show for a number of years, was an original embedded correspondent. Did some great segments on trailer maintenance and was integral in producing the segment with the guy who sued Popeye's chicken for damaging his tires and breaking his custom Mercedes Benz wheels all in an effort to chase down that elusive. Well, back then, elusive Popeye's chicken sandwich. He also owns the locally historic Midnight Oil Fuel and Repair Shop also owns Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply Store, both located in Ultawa, Tennessee. Believe it or not, folks, we welcome back for the first time in probably five years or more, Steve Ray. Steve, how are you, pal? How are you? 
Hey, hey, Greg, I forgot all about the Popeyes guy. How could you forget that about good. that? That was an insane. <laughs> he was good. Hey, well, where's John and Doug? I thought I thought we were, I, this is the last Tuesday of the month. I thought we were getting the band back together. Well, now remember, Steve, I know it's been a while, but embedded correspondence convene the fourth Tuesday of every month. And this That's year, right. October this brings us a fifth week. So if you're, this is this is the week where if you're making the uh, every other week house payment, this is where you start catching up on that principle because you have the extra week. I don't know if you're That's familiar right. with that or not. Look, we have a YouTube poll question of the week, Steve, before we get going here tonight. I'm asking everybody this. You truly believe that the earth is flat, yes or no? No? No. Somehow, somehow, only 91% of the YouTube voting public is agreeing with you that the earth is round. 9% are saying that the earth is flat. I can't believe I told somebody, hey, don't be a smart ass and just say you believe the earth is flat so you can skew the data on the YouTube poll question. Unless you believe the earth is flat. This is going to lead into something in the second hour that I wasn't prepared to do. But nevertheless, uh, 91% of us are saying that the earth is around and we believe that. Let's dive in to the hardest part of the interview here first, Steve. And this is going to be familiar with the audience. I don't know if you've kept up with the show or not. But the first set of questions I'm going to be asking you are going to be done in the ever popular 100% assurity style format. So you can only answer 100% yes or 100% no. Is that something we can agree? Yes. 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 100% yes. First 100%. question. Steve, 100% yes or 100% no. You quit the show because of Doug Shiding, the longest running embedded correspondent from Texas. 100% no. Steve, 100% yes or 100% no. You quit the show because of John Solberg, the second longest running embedded correspondent from the great state of Michigan. 100% no. Steve, 100% yes or 100% no. You quit the show because of me. 100% yes. Steve, 100% yes or 100% no. You quit the show because you were scared of performing on the American Idol Barbecue Central Show's edition as it was being unveiled. 100% no. I'm a good singer. All right. Now, look, we quickly go back through the tally. Everybody seems to come out unscathed but me, and rumors run rampant on... Steve quit because of this. Steve quit because of that. I think this. I think that. Fun aside, pride aside for me especially. As I mentioned, you grew into such an integral part of the show over many years. You always had great hot takes, right or wrong. I mean, that's a great as a host having a guest that's willing to give hot takes. And as I had mentioned... really put together an interview that remains to this day as a beacon interview over the history of the show, which is with Craig Barr suing Popeye's chicken over the sandwich struggles that he was going through back through COVID. What really happened? If it's me, what did I do to offend you? And 
have you quit the show with without reason and almost well you you have greg you have taken it too personal but don't take it personally because i got rid of a lot of people at that time in my life okay i you know i and, and i've never i mean I've, I've talked about this just a few times on other shows but okay. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna delve into this well, on this show okay this is the only time i'm this is the only time i'm ever going to talk about this all right three three years ago for four four or five years ago uh 20 i'm trying to get my dates right 20 let's see this is 24 this is 23 22 yep. 21 20 19. my wife was diagnosed with primary progressive aphasia it's a it's a horrible disease and um i was i was doing the show with you doug and, and john and um and i was trying to trying to keep a a, a good face on it mm -hmm. But as, as this thing wore on, uh, not knowing what was going on, things began happening with Barbara. She got worse, and and I got worse. Um, I, I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't handle it well. I didn't handle it well with you, but don't don't feel special because I didn't handle it well with a lot of people. Uh, my, own, my own partner that I cooked with, we split up because of me, not because of him, because of me. Um, I split up with a lot of people. Um, I, I really running them out of my life. Why? I, I don't know. I, I was bitter. I was angry. And, um, and, and that's what exactly what happened with you. I just, I, I got fed up with you, but like I say, don't feel special. Cause I was getting fed up with a lot of people. But I, so what I'm and, trying to, I don't want, I don't want to interrupt you, but what I'm trying to, okay. to figure out is if you are in this situation that you're facing, you know, Barbara, comes down with this terrible disease. I, I'm not familiar with it. I don't know what the side effects are or how the uh, the, the evolution of that whole thing happens. We'll get, we'll get into that. We'll get yeah. into that. Uh, you have, in essence, a support system around you. I thought we had become you know pretty close for never meeting each other in person. I would assume similar relationships would be thought by John and by Doug as well. So you have three of us that are a phone call away or a text message away, whatever. Is it a generational thing where you don't want to lean on other men to say, Hey, let me bring you into the circle here. Uh, I'm going to need you to vent or I might need an, to, to cry and have a conversation or something along these lines. Why not reach out to any of us and let us in on that instead of shutting everybody off? Well, it's it's not generational, Greg. It, it, what it was is just stubbornness. Uh, un, um, I'm trying to find the word. Um, I'm not. I'm, I did. I didn't know how to handle it. I, I, you're looking at a guy who, in life, never had a, a bad thing happen to him. Okay, I mean a real bad thing. I mean I've I've gone went through the recession like everybody, but that was that's nothing compared to this. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those guys that we were poor when we were growing up. We weren't poor. I had everything I ever needed. You know, I, I, my mom and dad paid for my college. Don't have any, never had a student loan. You know, the, just living, living a, a very, very generous, lucky life by other people. And then when this came along, I, I just I just didn't know how to handle it. And I handled it very poorly. Um, you, you were just uh, collateral damage. It's all I can say. N nothing special. 
um, you are, we were close. We, we, we still are close and that's kind of, and, and I've gone, it's kind of like a, a, an alcoholic who, who, when he realizes what he's, what's happened, he has to go back and apologize to people he's hurt. I'm, and I'm working on that right now with other people. I've, I did find some people that, that understood, they explained to me what I was going through. I didn't do counseling, but you know, there's sometimes you run into people and they they can help you. And, uh, I've gotten that help and, um, and, and I'm getting, I'm getting better. And, um, and then that's just, you know, that's just my personal, my personal story is, is I'm, I'm coming to grips with this just now. And it's been going on for a long time, but there just comes a time when, 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 it, when it starts, it's such a shock. It's such a, um, you can't believe it. When, when the doctor told us what was wrong with Barbara, he said, he said, if you let this get out of hand, it will destroy your life as well. Mm. And the people around you. And he is, he was a hundred percent right. And, um, and it, it darn near, uh, destroyed me. Um, after, after I left the show, you know, I was, I was trying to do, I was doing some, a lot of things here in Chattanooga. Um, and people were asking me to be on their show, asking me why I left you. And, you know, you know, you know, I'd say, well, you know, I, I went as far as I could with Craig, blah, 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 blah. But it, it was, it was just, I had gone as far as I could with everybody. And, uh, there's a lot of people that I, that I hurt. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to make amends to that. Um, I'm doing pretty good. Some people, okay. Some people, you know, some people don't accept it and, that, and that's okay too. I, you know, I, I can't worry about them. But, um, shortly after, after I left, uh, Barbara had a, uh, we were, we were getting ready to get in the showers. It was two years ago in October and, uh, she had her first seizure and we were, um, it was a Sunday morning. And every and um, you know Barbara requires twenty four hour care, and I and I watch her on Sundays. And this is what this disease is. And I want everybody to know about this disease. Yeah, right? I want, I want you to know, know about. It. Please, it's primary progressive aphasia. It's the same thing Bruce Willis has. She has the same type. And her, her the front of her brain is is shrinking, and it's not Alzheimer's. She's lost the ability to speak. She's lost the ability to take care of herself. She cannot dress herself. She can't bathe herself. She can't go to the restroom herself. She needs 24-hour care seven days a week. And that October, two years ago, she had a seizure in the shower. I thought that, you know, we, we always take a shower together, and it, it's just easier that way. Um, you know, I, but in those days, I, she would get in the shower. I would go get undressed and, and join her and, and take care of everything. I heard a noise after I put her in the shower. I took two steps towards the closet. I heard a noise and I thought, oh, she dropped the shampoo. So I went back and she was laying in the corner. Her eyes were rolled back. Oh. Her, her face was, her skin was already gray and she was foaming at the mouth and her teeth were chattering. And it, it, she was in the shower, Greg. And you know what you're in the shower. You don't have any clothes on. Yeah. And it's, it's horrible. It was a horrible, horrible scene. Well, when she fell, she broke her back. So we were we were rushed to the hospital. This was during COVID. Yeah, um, we got to the hospital and um, they wouldn't let me back into the into the room. Wow! And that was and I tried to explain to them that she can't 
communicate. And they just, you know, they said just basically tough luck. And so I had to call a friend who was on the board of the hospital. He called the chairman of the hospital and they let me back in there. And, and in the meantime, a nurse came running out and said, is she deaf? I said, no, she's not deaf. She's, she's sick. She, she's got dementia. And so finally I got, I go went back there, but anyway, she had a broken back. So the next 17 days were spent in the hospital. She had to have surgery. She had a, a rod put in her back. So then when we got home, um, she, uh, she was okay for a little bit. And um, then she had another seizure where in the, in the closet. And then we had our, the person that helps with her uh, was, was new then. And she's still with us. Thank goodness. And, um, and I had to rush home from work and we had to take another trip to the hospital. Well, they couldn't find out anything wrong with her. We stayed overnight, came back. And then I started looking for more doctors and uh, it's, it's very hard to find a doctor that even knows what PPA is. I called one doctor who was supposed to be really good here in Chattanooga. The lady answered the phone and said, what's PPA? Oh. So I said, well, you're out. So we finally found a doctor in Knoxville who was, uh, she was part of the, uh, uh the Pat, Pat summit clinic up in Knoxville. And, um, and we in, in Dr. Dr. Crane, Monica Crane, and she's wonderful. And uh, and Barbara had another seizure in the meantime. And uh, she she was on the kitchen. She was eating her breakfast and she was in a chair and she had a seizure. And, and it is horrible. Greg, when she has these seizures, it's like somebody grabs her by the shoulders and throws her down on the floor. And, and it just and she thumps and it, it's awful. And so they called me. I was at work and they and I rushed home and and I just so happened to think maybe the ring cam caught it. So I went back and got it and I got it and it did catch it. Mm. So I was able to put it on a zip drive and send it to Dr. Crane and said, this is what I'm dealing with. And she we made an appointment and we went up there and she prescribed the right medicine. And she hasn't had a uh, thank goodness. She hadn't had a seizure since. So. That's what this disease does to people. Not everybody has seizures. That was my question. But it, it render it renders it renders you helpless. It renders the people that love you helpless. Um, when be when she have a seizure, it takes forty five to fifty minutes for her to come to. At first, she stops breathing, and then and then she just it's she's lifeless. I mean, she's lifeless. Her. Uh, if, you've, if you've ever seen a dead person, their the muscles in their face relax. Uh, they're just they're just she was just like that. Except, thank God she's breathing. So that's that's the sort of things I dealt with after I left. After I left the show, and um, and I was a a mental and physical wreck. I was bad before, but as this was happening, it was you talk about a. a I was it was just. I almost couldn't function. I really good. If, if if it hadn't been for the lady that helps us with Barbara now, Teresa, she's a, she's the most wonderful person I've ever met, and uh, she really has guided me through this. She has helped me, stood behind us. Anybody else that was working maybe said would have said, "Hey, you know, look, I can't, I can't be around this. Yeah. This this isn't going to this isn't going to work." Uh, she stayed with us, and she uh, took care of Emma. You got to remember now, my. My daughter was uh, 20 at the time, and uh, Emma was a college student, yep. and she was having to help 
and she still does. She helps take care of her mom, and she does so gladly. Um, but we, I'm dealing with her, a college student, dealing with, you know, Barbara passing out, uh, having to go to Knoxville for doctor's appointments. It, it's it's a, been a, a very long, long, long journey. And I'm just now getting to the point where I'm I'm coming to back to people. And that's why I reached out to you a couple of times, sending you little, little, little things, little notes, little, you know, little, just little, just uh, you're trying to, trying to just let you know that, you know, I, you know, I, I want to be back in your life. I want you back in my life. And because um, I, I think I can handle it now. So that that's, you know, that's where I'm at right now. And uh, it's, it's, it's not bad right now. It's it's not bad. How so you, we're okay. How how does she get diagnosed with it? Is it a blood work thing? Uh, how no, does that happen? No, it's a it's a it's a test. Um, well, it, we we looked back at it. This has been going on for about twelve to thirteen years. Wow. Uh, once we once she was diagnosed, when it gets bad, you sit down and you do a timetable and you look at different things that she was doing uh, leading up to this. It, it starts out very subtle. Um, she would, uh, she kept leaving her purse on top of her car. People were calling me from the public grocery store. Hey, Steve, I found Barbara's purse. And I'd call her and she'd go, oh, yeah, I must have left it on the car. She didn't know she left it. Uh, she lost three debit cards. Mm. Um, little things like that. And the um, the day that, the day when um, when it got real bad was she called me crying one time and she said, they won't stop. They won't stop. Steve, they won't stop. And I, I didn't know what was. I said, what is it? What is it? She goes, they won't stop. So I jumped in the car. I was at work. And, I run, and look, I live three and a half miles from work. So, you know, running home from work is not like living in Cleveland and driving somewhere. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, home in 10, I'm home in 10 minutes. And um, she had backed the car out of the car driveway. And the car was still in drive, but the parking brake was on. And the wipers were going, and she couldn't turn them off. They won't stop. Yep. So that was the last day that she uh, she drove. And um, we took her to a doctor, and they give them a, a test. And it's a very – it's a humiliating test. It, it's the saddest thing you've ever seen in your life, Greg. They ask them questions, and they can't, and they can't answer them. You know, what year is it? Who's the president? Who's the vice president? Um, what's your favorite show? Things like that, and and people with with what Barbara has, they they can't answer them because they don't have the ability in their brain any longer to recall that. And it's it's humiliating. The, the test is humiliating. She's had to take it twice, and each time I have to leave the room because I just can't. I, I can't. I can't stand to see you know her go through that. It, it's it's awful. It's awful. What are you doing? Now, I mean, you're starting to reach back out. You said try to, to make amends. I mean, certainly there's no amends that need to be made on, on my end. I'm just happy that you reach out, have a little fun at the top of the show. But there's a much bigger thing that you're that's going on that you're contending with. Mental health is key. Uh, we're talking about it more and more each day. So what are you doing to make sure that you're in the right mental mindset to get you through each day? Well, um, to try to keep a positive attitude. Number one, when I get up, I give. I'm, I'm I'm big into pep talks. I pray in the morning, every morning. Ask God to just get me through this day. It's like an alcoholic. Just just say one day at a time. Just get me through this one. 
and uh, I ask him to protect Barbara, protect Emma. Um, I've got a circle of friends, a, a support group. Uh, my daughter, her husband, our helper, Teresa, who's become like a, a who is a family member now. I've got Emma. There's people in the neighborhood that will I can call to, you know, to, have, to come over if I have to do something like mow the grass or something like that. If, if Emma can't watch mom, her mom, you know, there's just things like that. Little things you, we, that you take for granted. Um, you, you can't do it. Um, yeah, um, like uh, going out mowing the grass. Just say, I'm going to get up and mow the grass. Well, you can't because you have to. Barbara has to be there. Somebody has to be there with Barbara. And, um, and it's really it's um, it's just something that that you you have to make yourself do. Um, thankfully, you know, and then that's the down. All those things I was talking about. The downside, the upside is yeah. Barbara's health is excellent. Um, she is, uh, she's stable. She's not deteriorating. She hasn't deteriorated in several months. Uh, and that's a good thing. Um, you know, she, she communicates in her own way, although she can't speak. She, she, we, we have, we can kind of understand each other. And, um, and, and so that's, that's the upside and that's good. Um, when I, when I leave for work in the morning, um, this is the way, this way your life goes, um, when at a quarter till six in the morning, I call Emma. Um, I'm downstairs. Emma sleeps upstairs. I call her on the phone because I'm not going to walk all the way upstairs. And I say, hey, Emma, time to get up and come down and sleep with mom. Uh, Emma comes down and she gets in my bed. We have two beds now because it's because there's there's just things that happen and you get to deal yep. with it. And um, um, and Barbara and Emma comes down. She sleeps with me and Barbara sleeps. Most of the time she sleeps. And then. Uh, at eight o'clock, Teresa comes and then Emma goes to school. So um, when Teresa comes, I kind of, you know, it's it's every day. It's kind of a oh, thank goodness, you know, Emma didn't have to deal because Emma had to deal with her having a seizure one time when Teresa wasn't here. And I had to run home and it was awful. It was just terrible. So those are the things, those little things you deal with. Um, there, you don't do any. There's no spontaneity in in your life anymore. You don't just. Say hey, let's get up and go get an ice cream, because it's it's an act of Congress to get Barbara ready to go anywhere. Uh, you can't take her any. You can't go out. People say you ought to go out to dinner. Well, you can't go to dinner because if she has to use the restroom, you can't go with her because you can't go into the ladies' room. Yep. People don't understand that. Well, can't she go in there? No, she can't. And um, you know, people don't understand how this. You know, well, well, I had an aunt that she, you know, she had Alzheimer's, but she could go to the bathroom. This isn't Alzheimer's. This is a different sickness. Uh, it's in, it's in that spectrum, but it, but it's just different. They they can't do. You know, there's different types of PPA, but the one that she has is very debilitating. It's it it just consumes her. It just consumes all of her her major motor motor skills. So there's things you just can't do. And and I've come to grips with that. You know, it was hard doing that at first, but uh, I guess I guess just in in this journey that we're on, it's just I've become used to the, the type of life that um that I have to live now, and um and and that's okay. You know, I, you know, she would do it for me. And Greg, I'm you know, it's it, it's a sad story. It is sad. It's sad as hell. Sure. But there are still people out there that have it worse than I do. There are people out there that would trade places with me tomorrow. And God loved them too. So, 
you know, that's where we're at. And, and, and I've gone back, I've made calls to my friends that, that we kind of got on the outs with. And, uh, my buddy, Dan, um, you know, my, that we, I cooked together. I, we, I made up with him. He forgave me and I appreciated that. And so, um, uh, you know, we just, you know, I just go down the list. I'm, I don't have a time schedule. Um, so if, if somebody watches this and hasn't been called yet, you know, I'll get to, you. <laughs> but, uh, but don't feel special. I <laughs> don't, you know, don't feel special. Like, like, you know, I'm, I'm you know, Steve, I'm the only guy Steve Ray doesn't like. Steve Ray didn't like anybody back in those days. And that was my, and that's my problem, not your problem. That's my problem. And I'm working it out. So that's okay. And then, then you know, in the meantime, you have to run a business. Uh, you have to keep the family together. You got to pay the bills. You got new bills to pay. Let me tell you. You got a lot of new bills to pay, and um, mm. and then it's just uh, it kind of snowballs up to a point. But now it's kind of the, the kind of the snow's kind of settled, and it's just a nice a nice three inch snow right now, and that's what we're dealing with. Well, I'm glad that Barbara is doing as well as she can do. She's not continuing to have the seizures, which you know I can't imagine how terrifying that is. Like you were talking about, uh, especially what yeah. you're seeing and. So for as good as it can be, uh, we're sorry that you're going through it, obviously. But as you said, uh, there's other folks that would trade positions yeah. with you in a heartbeat. And everybody's somebody out there has always got it worse than whatever it is you're going through. And uh, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a funny story. We um, I got went to uh, get Barbara's prescription the other day for the for the pills that stops the seizures. And I and I, and I have you if you've heard have you heard of uh, tiger mustard? Y'all have tiger mustard up there? Tiger tail, tiger tail mustard. We just have tiger sauce. Okay. Well, we, there's this, there's this mustard called tiger tail and we, we carry it at my store, but I, I was looking for it at the grocery store and I couldn't find it. So I, I bought some, they had some um, Dijon um, mustard, two for two for one special. So I said, I'll grab that. So I grabbed it off the shelf and I went to the prescription counter and put it up there and picked up Barbara's prescription. And um, and I said, hey, can you ring this mustard up too? She goes, yeah, sure. The the mustard, the two for one mustard, cost more <laughs> than the bottle of pills that saved Barbara's life. Wow! If you can believe that, I, I that I, I tell that story to people because it just it, it was just so ironic that when she rang it up, I just thought to myself, the mustard is more. Yeah than the pills that that saved her life thank goodness yeah and and you know it was just one of those moments like you know finally something's going my way <laughs> steve can i hold you over and next segment we can talk about the barbecue supply store absolutely. absolutely all right stand by we're talking with steve ray from owl's nest barbecue supply and the historic steve ray's midnight oil back on the show after years of absence and we're learning why now uh, by the way i didn't know any of this i'm finding this this is not like a planned thing between me and steve uh all i had planned was to bust his balls a little bit and he's been very forthcoming and open with what exactly has been going on which i certainly appreciate what do we love about ceramic cookers we love that they're fuel efficient. We love that you can achieve low and slow temperatures for traditional barbecue meats, but we love that they can get rip-roaring hot for the high-temperature grilling of steaks and other thin cuts. But what's missing in the everyday lineup of ceramic cookers? The real ability to do 
Two Zone Cooking. Two Zone Cooking is important to both professional backyard cooks alike. It's the best way to manage a fire and cook with confidence. However, getting a two zone fire and a round ceramic cooker is not very realistic. Why? Because it's round. And a Primo Grill, the game-changing oval design, this gives you the ability to execute a two-zone setup that you're looking to achieve. Also gives you other ceramic grill benefits as well. When you break it down, there's more than 60-60 different ways to configure that Primo cooker, so you're only limited by your culinary imagination. Only sold through dealers. Go to primogrill.com, find a dealer near you, peruse all the different size ovals, and then pick the one that's best for you. And I don't know where you're at in this country, but today it got up to a whopping 4040 degrees here in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city. And there was never a better time than to fire up the Primo, let those ceramics get hot. And you know the fuel efficiency is still there. You're not going to be burning through buttloads of charcoal just trying to keep up with the temperature because it's cold out. No, no. Well insulated. The ceramics are great. Producing great food as always. And it's great to get back cooking with charcoal if you got away from it. If for some reason you thought, oh, this is too dirty or takes too long. Forget about that. It's nonsense. Read the article that Daniel Vaughn just wrote about charcoal cooking and how really it's a myth, more or less, that gas is more convenient. Certainly, it's just easier to turn on burners. But outside of that, forget about this time it takes. Get a Primo and start cooking with charcoal again. Primogrill.com. Find a dealer near you. Follow them on social as well. We're back with more Steve Ray right after this. Stick around. Be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Howard Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Renfe. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. This portion being brought to you by Fireboard. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via Bluetooth. If you have Alexa or the Google Assistant or other smart speakers in your home, you're in luck because there's a great chance Fireboard is fully integrated with all of those. You can find out more by visiting fireboard.com or call and ask questions 816-945-2232 as we are rejoined by Steve Ray. See, if you're getting a lot of positive love and comments through the instant chat here, Johnny Mags is weighing in saying, Steve, welcome my family with open arms. When we came to the pro shop, Drunken Honky is saying this hits so close to home. Can't thank you enough, Steve, for sharing. Every situation is different, but gosh, thanks so much. I needed to hear this. And the list continues to go on. So, uh, yeah, if you're going through something like this, you're not alone. And, um, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I wish, you know, I wish I could tell you what, what to do, but it, each, each person just has to do what they, what they feel is right. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, um, I'm not a counselor guy. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I need counseling. I probably do, but I don't go. <laughs> I just kind of work it out myself. And, and, and it's, you know, it, it's coming, it's coming full circle. And I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me. Don't, you know, by golly, don't feel sorry for me. That's, um, please don't. And I had a great, Johnny and I had a great visit with him and his family. And, uh, I mean, the, the days are normal, Greg. Don't, don't think with every day is, is, a, is a burden. It's not, uh, the, you know, the days are normal. We did a, uh, uh, we did a contest about two months ago down in a little, little town called Chickamauga. A little local local contest. We did a barbecue contest. We did one 
this past Saturday, uh, we did the uh, Elders Ace Hardware uh, Scenic City Egg Fest. Uh, we did that. Uh, we did that little festival, and that was a we had a great time. I've got a great bunch of guys that help. And uh, so we, we, you know, I still have fun, you know, because I, I still love, I still love competing. I just, again, I just can't do big contests because I can't stay overnight. But um, we do the little ones, and uh, and and Barbara even she's even come out to some. Uh, Teresa's brought her out, so it's I mean, you know we get her, we get out and and things like that. So it's not all it's not all gloom and doom. And there's a lot of fun. There's still a lot of fun going on in my life. And uh, but but I just wanted to you know there's a lot of there's a lot of hardship too. Mm-hmm. And anybody that goes through this knows that. That you you cling, you cling to those small little days when you have fun. Though. You just you just you know you just really you really you appreciate them more. I guess you don't take them for granted. Oh. I used to. I took a lot of things for granted. I I can looking back on my life. I took a lot of things for granted. How long has the barbecue store been in business? Four years. Four years. February. Last February. Leading Coming up on five. Leading up to pandemic. How was business? How were you growing? Uh, have we grown since the pandemic? No, or? like leading up to the pandemic, when you opened, leading into the pandemic, how was business? How were you growing? Oh, well, you know, we opened at the perfect time. You know, I was lucky. Uh, the gas station was an essential business, so we stayed open. You know, we never missed a beat. Um, and people had, you know, every time you went to the mailbox, Craig, you know, the, the government was sending you checks and, uh, and Emma, Emma was in, she was in, um, she was at the local community college in, and, uh, I mean, the government was sending college kids checks. Like every time you go to mail, there's a check for $3,200. Great. So, uh, you know, if I'm getting them, everybody's getting them and, um, people were buying, man, they're buying, look, I thought, you know, I thought, man, these Green Mountain Grills, are the, it's, like, it's like falling off a log selling these things. Maybe people just come in and buying, you know, holding money up. Like, who do I give this money to? You know, <laughs> give me two of those. You know? <laughs> and um, it, was, it, was, it was just great. We were just lucky. The timing, the timing was just great. We got, you know, we got the PEP loan, and uh, my accountant called me at 6.30 that morning when they announced it. He goes, you're not going to believe this, but uh, I need to get this information now. Yeah. He goes, they've got a program coming out that's going to blow you away. And he was right. And it was, it was, you know, we used it to, we, we, you know, we used that money. We reinvested it in our business, did exactly what we were supposed to do with it. And, um, and it was just, it was just great. And it just got the store going, going off on it, on the right foot. It was great. The people at Green Mountain Grill were great. We had, you know, they got us all of our grills and all, all the uh, accessories, and uh, and even now, even now, business is still good with the with the gas station and the uh, and the and the uh, barbecue supply store. It's uh, you know we're our our little area of town is is like the place where everybody's coming. It's growing. It's it's just growing by leaps and bounds. So we're we're lucky in that respect. Other Usually f- the pie doesn't get any bigger, but the pie's getting bigger. Other folks that are in the barbecue supply store business said that. You know, before the pandemic, it was incremental growth. Pandemic hits, and all of a sudden, everything is flying off the shelves, and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then that afforded them the opportunity to either really look at what was true about the pandemic, and then what was fake, and then they could adjust their future business expectation going forward. Were you? What was good that you took out of the pandemic that you are still implementing today? Um, the the selection uh the the grill business is 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 
it's not died, but it's boo. Sure. You know, the people aren't people aren't buying like they used to. But I but I understand that, and and lucky. You know, I mean, I'm in a, a really a, a good situation, Greg. I had the space. Uh, you know, I don't have to pay rent. I don't even have an employee. Our our accountants called last year and said they they got we got something from the state saying I don't have any workman's comp on because we had a we had to separate it into its own LLC. And I said I don't I don't have any employees. They go, well, how do you not have any employees? And I, exp- I had to explain the situation to the people. I said, it's connected to the gas station. And I walk over from the gas station to the store and I sell them something and I walk back to the gas station. It's 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 a perfect situation. They go, OK, no. you know, all right, we, we get it. We get it. Um, but it the business is the, the grill business is off. But the 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 side, the, the business of uh, the, the rubs and the sauce there, it's doing great. It's it's doing fantastic. People are really, really. I mean, there's still people just finding out about it. Mm-hmm. And you know, in, in retail business, it's it's hard. You don't know where to advertise anymore because there's so many outlets. There's social media. You've got cable television. Like in Chattanooga, we have two different cable companies. And uh, like where I live, I can't get the big cable company. It's it's really strange. I've got the small cable company compared to the the big cable company. So, but where I do business, I've got the big cable company. Uh, but to, to reach the people in my area, I don't. I got the small cable company, so it's kind of it's, it's just hard. But I think I think it's probably everybody that's in business. It's it's hard to know where to spend your advertising dollars right now because it's just it's just so many so many outlets out there. Are the but, rubs? Uh, are the I'm rubs really excited the, about. I'm sorry. Are the rubs and sauces in your shop selling because those are the ones you're carrying, or have you? done some weeding out of brands that didn't sell so what's in there now is what would be selling if you were steve in uldawa or steve in south carolina yes i i i did i did i have weeded out some i you know we put some on sale that just weren't moving and then you got to remember all these guys all these guys that sell this stuff they're all good okay they're they're all good but what drives what drives people to the store is is youtube and 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 I don't have to tell you the big names in YouTube, but, but if you know the big names in YouTube, you know whose products I've got, because there's one guy that can do a he can do a video on Thursdays and Fridays. They're they're coming in there looking for it. Okay, I mean it's just the way it is, and God love him. You know, keep doing them, and so that's that's the way it operates. If you're not if you don't have a good presence out there. You're probably not going to sell a lot of stuff. So, but that's just, um, you know, we've got the biggies. Uh, we, we've got a lot. I mean, we've got a lot. We've got people come in there, Greg, and, and, and they go, wow, this is incredible. I mean, we've got a lot of rubs. I mean, we've got a whole lot of rubs, a whole lot of sauce, too. Yours, and it, and yours, it makes them, you know, we got a big sample table. They can come over and eat it and then pick it out. And and I've got a couple guys that they don't work for me. They're my buddies. They hang around on Fridays and Saturdays because they like helping people. So I mean, I've got the guys in there; they're helping, uh, you know, helping people when they come in, and it's just a, it's a very very fun business. I, I love it. I mean, I mean, I still love the gas station. Don't get me wrong, but the this barbecue supply thing is just it's just blown up much more than I thought. Are you just I mean, selling got, the Green Mountain Grills? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. And we're, we're going to keep we're going to keep selling them. Um, I believe in Jason. I believe in Green Mountain Grills. I believe in what he's trying to do. I think what he's doing, uh, streamlining the line, having three. 
I believe that's very smart going into this period that we're having. Uh, I am going to pick up a charcoal line. I've been looking at the Napoleons because I can't get Weber because Ace Hardware's got Weber, but I, I can get Napoleons. I think I'm going to pull the trigger on those, just have a little uh, line of charcoal grills. because We do get some requests for charcoal grills, and they seem to be a good grill, too, So, uh, and people have heard of them. What about, uh, so we're going to add that. What about touching base with um, Dave Parrish at uh, Sloan's here and, and seeing if you can't work out a deal with him and his uh, line of charcoal grills? Well, I, I looked at those. Um, I might. I, I could. I could. Um, Napoleon had just has the, the, the kind of a line that I want. They got a few more products that I like. But um, I might I might look at Sloan's here. I've, I've heard of them. I, I don't know as much about them as I do about Napoleon. But um, but but somebody I'm going to I'm going to add somebody's uh, in the in the charcoal room. And don't you know, and, and don't I mean, it, it, when I buy. You know, it isn't, you know, you don't go back the semi truck up to the, the, the Owl's Nest barbecue and unload it on the rack. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm getting, you know, I'm going to keep, you know, three of everything now. And, and uh, you know, I mean, we're not, we're not big. We're not, we're not big by any stretch of the imagination in the grill business. I mean, it's, it's a, the grill business is a tough business. It, it really is. What about bringing in an offset, like uh, maybe becoming a Franklin barbecue pit certified dealer? Well, I, I contacted them. Oh. I filled out the form. I haven't heard from. I, heard, I haven't heard back from them yet. I was listening to the um, guy you had on. Um, was it last week? The, the yep. guy you, you had on your show. He's got one in his store. Yep. And you said that that guy that that, that hardware store the, that you did the MC for. They had one there. Yeah, Hartville. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I've signed up the form. I wouldn't. I would not be opposed to having one of those there. Yep. All right. You, know, you, you never know. Do you see you never the supply store as a long-term business? You see doing it for the next 10, 15 years? Oh, absolutely. I could see I, I could see selling it. Somebody somebody would that it's an attractive. It's got good numbers. It's got attractive numbers. <laughs> uh somebody who um is younger than I am that could really, you know, that wants to, you know, do more with grills. And the bigger items, they would, they would, they would probably buy it. I, I mean, yeah, they would, they would buy it in a minute. Would it have to be a? It's, it's, would it have to be a pair? Do you have to buy Steve Ray's Midnight Oil and the Barbecue Supply Store, or can you portion them off? No, no, they're 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 two different LLCs. They're two they're two different companies. Yeah, so but you same could, building. Yeah, yeah, but you you wouldn't uh, if you bought the Barbecue Supply, you'd probably want to move it. Uh, because uh, parking is an, is an issue. Um, everybody always says there's nowhere to park. Well, yeah, there is. You know, there the road, the road. We're on a corner, and I own the road that's next to us, so you can park on the road. It's because it used to not be a road. The only reason I own the road is because the we had the motels behind me needed a road, so I gave them an easement. Mm. But I own the road, and we can you can park on the side of the road. So. Uh, don't think it's a big deal to own a road. Anybody can own a road. You just got to be in the right place at the right time. And you can park there. So there's plenty of parking. And when and, and the smart people, they figure it out. You know, the people that keep coming back and back and back, they go, oh, yeah. Your best yeah, customers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the best customers. They they know. They come in. They come flying in there, and they know where to park. So, and more of them know where to park than don't know where to park. And we have events, man. We have, uh, I had David Bosca come down in spring. I, we uh, flew David in and. Man, we had a great turnout for that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we've got a chili cook-off on December the 9th that we're having. We've got we've got uh, 10 people in that. And um, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to have that one is going to be MBN style. I'm going to have the, there will be five judges in the back. I've got, I added, 
I added a huge warehouse. It, I've got a huge addition that I added to the business. And I'm going to put the judges back there. I don't have five of them at a table. And the contestant's going to have to bring their chili to the table and give them the, give them the, the samples. And they're going to have two minutes to converse with the judges. The judges have two minutes to ask questions about it. Mm-hmm. And they have two minutes to sell that, sell them on their chili. And, um, so we're going to have, uh, we're going to do that. And we'll do a conjunction with that way of a open house. We'll have, you know, we'll have barbecue to give away and stuff like that. Um, Emma and I sold hot dogs this summer. So we opened a hot dog stand. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we had a blast. We had a, I've got, a, I had this little room in the gas station that we really didn't use. I turned it into a kitchen. <laughs> I got it licensed by the state, by the County. And, um, they, uh, I mean, we, we did hot dogs all summer long, <laughs> sold a ton. We sold Kogel's hot dogs. John, John Solberg knows all about them out of Michigan. Yeah, he I was, know. He was pumped up. Yeah. 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 They're great. A great hot dog. We sold those down here and, uh, everybody, every, every person that from Michigan is in Chattanooga came by the gas station. They love them. Steve. So you see, we, we have fun. We have a lot of fun. This has been an incredible reunion after however many years it's been like i always say on the show it's always seems like it's just two or three years but i know it's been longer than that uh to have you come on uh have a little fun up front but then to learn the journey that you've been going through uh look i I mean i say it out in front of everybody and hopefully you know that if there was ever a time where you feel like you would want to talk to me or uh, call me or text or whatever i'm always open and available to help however i can and uh, to have you come back in again feels great like old times um and whatever yeah. we can do to support you steve we're here for you and, and thanks so much for coming back up well greg i appreciate that very much and um and we'll, we'll we'll talk again for sure um i'm sure there's probably you can probably find space for me somewhere and um you know you know i'd love to do it and um and and and, and, and you know i have i have i didn't watch show like i did when i was on the correspondent i didn't watch it as intently but i'd have I never, I never left it as far as watching. You know, I watched a lot. And, uh, I mean, you're the best. I mean, I, you're the best. Steve, so, thanks so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. You bet, man. All right. Have a good night. Steve Ray right there. Wow, what an incredible interview. And, by the way, as I had said, getting ready to talk about Primo Grills, uh, completely not on the radar for me that this was the conversation that we were going to be having tonight or it was going to be going in that direction. Uh, just asking what happened. Uh, look, you, you ask, I'm in sales every day, so you know you ask certain questions that you shouldn't be surprised by answers, right? If you're going to ask questions, you're going to get answers. And uh, certainly I wasn't expecting that answer, but boy, do I appreciate Steve's openness, honesty, candor, and a brutal recounting of the diagnosis and what was happening, what was going on with him specifically. And it's a unknown PSA for folks. If you're going through something like this, have a team around you, uh, whether the circle is tight or the circle is expansive, whatever works best for you. As he said, you know, the doctor told Steve, not only is this disease something that is going to wreck your wife, if you don't watch out, if you don't take the right precautions and the right care for yourself, it's going to wreck you too. And I've heard that time and time again for so many people over so many different diseases and diagnoses and sicknesses. 
the caregiver has to to take care of themselves as well. So uh, while Steve didn't start off on uh, the right road, it looks like he's gotten himself on the right track and he's starting to reach back out. And I'm I'm happy to happy to have him back in the fold and happy to have him back on the show. So uh, appreciate Steve for joining me and going through it all. That was that was an incredible. All right, we're a little over here in the first hour, but well worth it, of course. So we will play catch up with the clock and we'll be right back to close out the first hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. We thank Steve Ray for joining us for the past two segments. We'll go ahead and make a hasty transition as we tighten up the first hour here. If you missed it, you'll get it on replay tomorrow. I see Smoking Joe's Pit Barbecue is just stopping through, and so he's going to have to watch. Well, either have to watch or listen to the replay. Do both, Joe. And if you have to choose between one or the other, listen, I like the downloads. I'm worried about the video. I mean, obviously, I'm worried about the video, but I'm not worried about the video. I like the, I'm worried about the downloads, as always. Let's refresh libations. We'll come back. We'll have a potentially abridged second hour. So stick around. We'll be right back.